Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 16 of the Dan Scott Show podcast. I am Dan. It has been a while, and I know the last time we did one of these, I said we were going to get back into a regular schedule of podcasts, but there have been some things going on, and uh, they're good things, and I want to kind of update you as to everything that's happening in uh, my professional life, personally, Grand Slam Ministries most of all, and what it's going to mean going forward for the podcast and the upcoming new radio show. Um, first of all, I hope all of you are well. I, I, I do miss the opportunity to share these podcasts with you and, and uh, hopefully inform and entertain and, and share my heart and what's going on. And uh, I hope that you appreciate it. I hope you miss it. Uh, and going forward, I believe that we're going to be able to do some things on a more regular basis, especially with the uh, announcement I'm going to be making here in just a bit. But just to give you kind of an idea of what's been going on, the uh, Greenville Drive baseball season, minor league high A affiliate of the Boston Red Sox that I broadcast, ran through the early part of the second week of September. Furman University football season began on Thursday night, September the 1st, which happened to be my 33rd wedding anniversary as well. So a belated podcast anniversary wishes to my lovely wife, Angela. Football season is in full swing right now, and I'm recording this on Wednesday, September the 28th. Basketball practice across the country collegiately started two days ago, and the opening game for Furman University men's basketball is late in the first week of November, so we call this uh, upcoming time frame crossover season in the uh, broadcasting world the sports information directors do the same thing it gets to be a little bit hectic but it's what we signed up for and we are um, just very glad to have the job very appreciative to have the job and and praise God for it as uh, I mentioned an announcement I want to get to here in just a moment, but just to kind of catch you up on things, because it's been a while, I'm not exactly sure what we did or did not talk about in in previous podcast episodes, but I think most of you know by now that back in January, we formed Grand Slam Ministries, which is an official 501c3 IRS-approved Christian nonprofit charity organization. And the uh, doors that got opened to make this even possible as a testimony in and of itself, which I've shared some uh, of that in, in previous episodes. But we have been, I have been deliberately slow in this process for multiple reasons. Number one, trying to avoid mistakes I'd made in the past. I, I've mentioned before that when I gave my life to Christ on, on June 10th of 2012, I went from being a non-believer, and I was going to be super Christian, man, 100 miles an hour in the other direction. And I did some things, tried some things radio-wise and, and otherwise that I thought were God's will for my life, and it turned out it was what I wanted to do, and I was saying, hey, God, bless this, and and it turned out to be an unmitigated disaster. So... 
trying to make sure that every step along the way God is honoring, God is leading this thing, and, and go back a couple of episodes. I actually did a, a talk that I shared um, to a men's group at, at Liberty, uh, South Carolina, a church there, Liberty First Baptist, and talked about finding God's purpose and, and laid out how Grand Slam Ministries came about and, and the tedious process it took to get there. So we have been intentionally moving slowly, wanting to make sure that everything that's being done is being done in a God-honoring way. Uh, I've had some wonderful people come alongside me in this process, uh, chiefly a, a gentleman by the name of David Maranak, who has been just an incredible, incredible source of not only some financial help, which he has been, but more than that, uh, encouragement and vision with some certain things, uh, including the website uh, and, and some other other things that we're working on. Um, and, and there have been and will be more people that we'll talk about uh, and mention later on. But but David has kind of been the the primary cheerleader of this thing behind my my three most important mentors at Utica Baptist Church, where where I go, uh, Don Harper. Danny Rhodes and, and Jim Hayes, and I've talked about them in the past as well. Anyway, I say all that to say that we've been intentionally moving slowly, making sure that everything is done correctly and in a God-honoring way, with the idea that with everything Grand Slam Ministries is going to tackle from a mission standpoint, and, and the two main tenements to that uh, are, are going to be mentorship and making sure that our children have not only food but other necessities to give them the best opportunities to be successful in what they do from a a school standpoint uh, and any other standpoint in their lives those are the the two main tenements but all of those things are going to flow out of a new weekly radio show that is going to air in multiple markets and I've got to go back to something that happened uh, in early August. On, on July 31st, our pastor was on vacation, and I was given the privilege of filling in for him at Utica Baptist on that Sunday. And, and I spoke and I shared my testimony and shared how Grand Slam Ministries came into being and my vision for what it will be moving forward. And a couple of days later, I was in the church office talking to Karen Bennett, who is our uh, minister of, of uh, children and families. And our youth pastor walked by her office and saw me there. He said, hey, when you're done, come see me for a minute. His name is KT Terry. Now, KT and I, we've spoken, obviously, but we've never had any real in-depth conversations until I gave my testimony and talked about Grand Slam Ministries a couple of days prior. I don't know that he knew anything about it. So I went down to his office and he said, just based off of, of what you shared on Sunday, he said, I just get the overwhelming, overwhelming feeling that God is telling me that I need to tell you that of everything you want to do, the radio show has to be the primary focus. And he said, because what we're getting in the media today 
is such, in a lot of ways, trash, and I can't remember if that's his word or mine, but the the inference was that we need a uh, we need a, a every positive outlet sharing the gospel, sharing the miracles that God is doing that we can get. So he shared that with me, and I took that as a sign that I was heading in the right direction. This was God telling me, you're doing things the way I want them done. Because all along, I have thought that the radio show is going to be the thing that's going to set the stage for everything else. And out of that, we're going to raise awareness for the issues that Grand Slam Ministries is going to be tackling. We're going to be able to raise funds to help those issues, and we're going to be able to grow the radio show and share this message, share this good news, share these miracles, share this access that God has given me to people with incredible testimonies, incredible stories, and do it in a way that is going to bring honor and glory to Jesus Christ, first of all, and is going to set the stage and support the mission of Grand Slam Ministries. So I took that as a a sign, KT calling me in, never hearing my testimony before, calling me in and saying, this is what I think you need to do. So moving forward, as we have started laying the groundwork for this radio show, I have been of the the thought process that we need to be able to prepay the first year of airtime because uh, of multiple reasons. One, to, to give it the best opportunity to, to gain traction and grow and, and, and start getting people into the, the rhythm of, of finding it, listening to it as it happens. But secondly, talking about some of those mistakes that I made in the past where we had started things and not been able to follow through on them because I took some chances that I should not have taken. And I'm just being as transparent as I can be with other radio shows, Christian shows and, and, and other uh, sports-related shows that I was doing at the time. So wanting to avoid those mistakes, it, it's been my thought after a lot of prayer that we should do that. I've gone to my mentors that I mentioned. They believe the same thing, that prepaying the first year would be best for the ministry, would be best for my family, would be best for every scenario involved. Well, going back about a month ago, I uh, approached my good friend Craig DeBolt, who is the um, program director at 94.5 FM The Answer, which is a Salem Media Corporation station here in Greenville, South Carolina, 100,000-watt flame-throwing FM station, and said, hey, I'd like to revisit some conversations we had a while ago about doing a weekly one-hour show on Sunday evenings. And he quoted me a price initially for an hour program that was just so far out of anything that I felt like we could do 
that I, I didn't even want to entertain the idea because you know, God's resources are infinite. I know that. Mine are not. And given the, the direction that I feel like this thing needs to go, it, it was just a, a price point that I felt like we could not meet. And I said, you know what? I can't do that. But here's what I can do, which was half, actually a little bit less than half, of what he initially proposed. He said, I'll get back to you. He went and talked to the general manager of the corporation for this area, this region, and he came back and said, if it is a plug-and-play, completely encapsulated show where we don't have to do anything other than download it and schedule it, we'll do it for $200 an episode, $200 a week. And I said, I think we might be able to pull that off. Two hundred dollars a week over fifty-two weeks is is ten thousand four hundred dollars. So that's the amount of money we need to raise in order to prepay the airtime to get this done. Well, I mentioned David Maranak a little earlier. I don't know if he wants this shared publicly or not, but um, I won't say how much. But he did after some conversations on his own. Didn't ask for this, but on his own say that this was his way of putting his faith into works, and he made a donation for the specific purpose of putting a deposit down, in his words, a non-refundable deposit, to get the time secured for the radio show. We have some money in the bank, not a great amount, but we have some money in the bank at Grand Slam Ministries. So taking his step of faith, I decided I need to meet that step of faith and long story short, last week, I took a check for $2,600 out of the Grand Slam Ministries account to Craig DeBolt at 94.5 FM, The Answer, and we signed the agreement to start the new radio show on January the 8th of 2023 with a $2,600 deposit put down that will guarantee the first quarter of the year, the first 13 weeks of the year. That has been prepaid. But again, my conviction is, <clears throat> excuse me, my conviction is that we need to prepay the full year. So we need to raise another $7,800 in just over three months. So I'm telling you that because there are multiple ways that we can go about this process. Um, after meeting with, with my pastor at Utica Baptist, we, we have put together a, uh, an information sheet with four suggested donation levels on it, the top of which is $2,600 to take care of a quarter of the year, and, and then increment steps in between down to... $200, which covers the cost for one show. And he had a great idea, and that's kind of what I want to bring forward to you today. If you are listening to this and you're thinking, I would love to be able to help, and yet we can't give $500 or $1,000 or $2,600, but maybe my family could give $200, which would cover the cost of one show. If you can do that, then... 
not only will that cover the cost of that one show, but if you will send me some information along with it, we can dedicate that show to someone in your family. Someone who has gone on, someone who has been an incredible inspiration to you, someone who may be fighting through something right now. Whatever the case is, you can sponsor that one particular show and do so either in memory of or in honor of a family member or someone who is close and incredibly important to you. So if that is something that you're interested in, the email address is dan at danscottshow.org. Dan at danscottshow.org. There will also be uh, in, in several different places uh, on the website once it's done, which is getting very close. But if you go to our Grand Slam Ministries Facebook page right now, there is a um, uh, there are several posts that have ways that you can donate there. And if you go to GrandSlamMinistries.org, that's actually going to take you to the Facebook uh, page until we get the Dan Scott Show page completely finished. But the other thing I want to do, just as a reminder, because uh, the the tenor of the show is going to be what we've done in past podcasts with some of the guests that we have been given incredible access to. So what I wanted to do is I want to play for you the eight and a half minute sample that I'm sending out to different radio stations to try and gather affiliates for this show once it hits the air in January. So I want to let you listen to that just as a reminder, and you're going to, if you've been a, a regular listener to the podcast, you're going to hear some things that you've heard in the past. But just as a reminder of what we've done and, and what we want this radio show to be and, and how we want to tell stories of, of people and the miracles God is still doing, the the change that, that God can make in individual lives. So check this out. This is the show sample that we are sending out to people right now trying to gain more affiliates for the radio show. Hi, this is Dan Scott. I have spent the last 37 years in the media as an award-winning sports writer and editor but mostly as a broadcaster, running my mouth for a living, doing both NCAA Division I and minor league baseball play-by-play. I've also been a talk show host for more than 20 years, and God has blessed me with the opportunity to interview many famous people in the world of sports during that stretch, while at the same time using my platform to be a positive influence in my community. Well, about 10 years ago, I gave my life to Jesus Christ, and as He has been working in and through me, God has shown me that it's time that I use my gifts and talents to glorify Him in a better, more consistent way. To that end, please allow me to introduce to you the weekly Dan Scott Show, 60 minutes of interviews, discussion, and teaching using my sports broadcasting background as just one avenue to share the good news of Jesus Christ. You'll hear things like nationally known comedian Jeff Allen, a Christian, sharing how his alcoholism led to the lowest moment of his life. Well, I, I was told early on, if you want to survive alcoholism, you're as sick as your secrets. 
So obviously, this is stuff that I shared with therapists behind closed doors. But the first time I shared it publicly, the men that reached out to me, that told me, they did the same thing. I mean, hundreds of people privately told me that they they were the same in the same place. The same they could have killed their kids. They could have, you know. And um, it's not a. Unfortunately, I've always say this. My story is not uncommon in America with men. It's not. It's not an uncommon story. You know, unfortunately, it would be great if I was an anomaly. If people looked at me and said, "Well, it's rare." You know, it's not. And you're right. I didn't realize 20, 30 years later.、Uh, you know, I'm 34 years sober now. That that people could end my career based on this. You know,、uh, you know management has told me to stop sharing it. You know, my wife has mentioned. You know, it's a different world, but it's out there. So I, you know, I, you know, I'm I'm not that guy. So to me, I look at that man. That did that is not me. I'm born again. I'm, I'm not that man. Then there's former Major League Baseball pitcher and Japanese League legend Dennis Sarfate on why stopping abortion is now his singular passion. In 1982, a, a woman and a man were at a truck stop, conceived a baby, and then instead of choosing in that situation to, to murder that child, they gave it up to adopt for adoption. Uh, the parents that adopted that child were not Christian. They just needed、uh, a baby. They couldn't have a baby of their own. They adopted this little girl. She gets to high school, gets saved. Her parents get saved through her getting saved. The dad becomes a pastor, and then I get saved, and that's my wife. And I, I get choked up, you know, always talking about it because if that mom would have chose a different path. I don't have my wife. I don't have my girls, and it's like we are we are killing babies like we're hitmen. Sixty-six million since Roe v. Wade, and it, it's just an abomination. It's it's something that needed to be stopped. And so when you know, if you look at it, I'm able to share the gospel in in Japan, all because in 1982 one woman was bold and brave enough to hold that baby and to give it up to adoption. And God used that little girl through so much to where now the Japanese are hearing the gospel. Like, how can you not hear that story and be like, how many of those stories could be different? How many babies were killed that could have been the next person to to cure AIDS or to do whatever it may be? Or Jason Romano, who walked away from a lucrative career at ESPN in order to be able to more freely share the gospel. But I started to at least have the idea in my head of. What would it look like to leave ESPN? I don't know where that would be, but what would that look like? And I ended up at a conference in 2015 in Nashville. I was invited, first time I've ever been invited to speak at a conference, and it was a social media conference. I was the only person there who worked for a company that wasn't faith-based or nonprofit, and the people that were there—about 75 people—were all social media. Digital media professionals, like I was at that time, and they brought me in to speak about my testimony because they were all Christian or faith-based, but also really to share about kind of what the work I did at ESPN from a social media perspective. What does that look like? 
And the more I would talk to people there, the more I realized they're doing the same job I'm doing. But in my eyes, they're doing it for a greater purpose. They're working for a church or a ministry or a nonprofit. And their goal ultimately is to help people hear about God. And I'm like, I can't do that with my job. Um, I can be as much of a light as possible and be the hands and feet of Christ at ESPN. I, I, I finally understood that. But I can't point to Christ in the work that I do, if that makes sense. At least I didn't think I could. A local pastor here in the upstate of South Carolina, Heath Bowie, on how an alcohol-fueled wreck that nearly claimed his life ultimately led him into the ministry. As Isaiah would say, woe is unto me, you know, and it was just all about me at that time until I finally uh, did get to, to realize and laid in a hospital bed of what God had done when I finally they uh, uh, a lady was at the scene of that wreck that night that I did not talk about on Facebook. But she had took pictures and she had gave uh, my family of my vehicle and even some of the uh, I could see myself laying there and some of the uh, all of the guys that was working with me at that time. And, and uh, it took me a few days to realize that it was uh, it's not about me. It was about what God had done for me. And uh, and again, like I said, after two years, it still still was in uh, went through depression, uh, went through a lot of those things at that time uh, until I finally, a couple of years later, uh, got a grip on everything and, and asked God and, and pretty much told God, you know, here I am, uh, do with me what you would have. And then there's Chris Williams, former NCAA athletic director, who explained how God used different tools to bring him through a clinical diagnosis of anxiety and depression. I think, though, I had to come to the realization that I needed counseling, uh, I needed medication, I needed time away. I found that I needed change, Mm -hmm. uh, even in what I was doing in my career. And then, yes, to all of my church friends, I needed Jesus, too. Though I would say I had him, I needed maybe to be refocused, re-energized, but I needed all the other things as well. Well, And and God put those things into place. I'll also be sharing my testimony and experiences, bringing special guests into studio. And yeah, we're going to have some fun, all the while searching for great topics and guests who can help bring the love and power of Jesus Christ to life. So I hope you'll consider adding the Dan Scott Show to your weekly programming. And I do look forward to hearing from you soon. And as I close out each broadcast, I'm Dan Scott saying God bless you. So long, everybody. Hopefully you remember some of those episodes. And if you haven't heard them before, I keep smacking the microphone. If you haven't heard them before, you can go back into the archives on the podcast site and find them there. Uh, and, and there are a lot more that we could have included, but I didn't want the sample to, to be so long that it, it lost interest uh, of the people who were uh, trying to listen to it. But that's just a little bit of a reminder of what the radio show is going to be. So God willing, and again, we've already signed the agreement, so we've taken a, a huge step of faith that he's going to provide The show will start on Sunday, January the 8th on 94.5 FM, The Answer, WGTK, Sunday nights at 7 p.m. And then as we pick up other affiliates, the 
airtime could be different uh, different days or different times on Sunday, which is fine. It'll give us a lot of different coverage in a lot of different places. We're hoping to have, by the time January rolls around, four or five stations or more at different places, not just in the region, but maybe even different places around the country. And the intent is going to be to continue to raise the profile, raise the awareness, raise funds to be able to get the show on in, in significant places, a significant number of markets uh, around the country. In fact, there's one company that I am in contact with and owns about 40 radio stations all across the country. And with the uh, right amount of financing, we can get it on all 40 of those stations, which would be an absolute blessing. God will do that in his timing. I am trying to be faithful and trying not to get ahead of him where this is concerned. But I'll just remind you again that uh, the first and, and, and most important thing that we need from you is prayer. Prayer for uh, for me to do this in, in a way that's going to honor God and bring him glory and not me. Prayers that we follow his timeline for everything that we do and prayers that everything we do is done in a way that's going to glorify Jesus Christ. And if we can stay in those lanes, then we believe God is going to bless this thing and and who knows what can happen with it. But as I said earlier, one of the mistakes that I am bound and determined not to repeat is trying to go from the ground level to the penthouse and not take every flight of stairs in between. Now, God may provide an elevator, and we may get there sooner rather than later, but if he does, it's going to be him doing it, and it's not going to be me trying to get ahead of him in the process. The email address, again, is dan at danscottshow.org. The website, grandslamministries.org, is actually a page that will be on danscottshow.org, but right now, if you go to the Grand Slam Ministries page, it's going to take you to Grand Slam Ministries on Facebook. A lot of information is there, including ways you can donate. And if you have any questions, please shoot me a message there. Email me at dan at danscottshow.org, and we'll be more than happy to answer any of those questions and uh, help, uh, help in any way we can. We need help. And one of the things specifically as we get into wrap-up mode here that I would love for you to pray about is that God would send some people alongside us to help in certain areas. Number one, I would love to have somebody to take the majority of the fundraising off my plate, especially somebody who has grant-writing experience and experience working with a nonprofit. And we could also use somebody who is uh, social media savvy that can also keep me from having to try to do everything. I would love to be able to concentrate on what I do best, and that's running my mouth, getting the interviews, telling the stories. I know that's down the road, but just pray that God will send the right people in his timing to come alongside us and help us here with what we're doing on, um, on this podcast, on the upcoming radio show, and in total, with Grand Slam Ministries. Thank you for tuning in. Please like and share this podcast and help us get the word out. 
And I pray that as we move forward, you have a, a very, very good day. If you happen to be in an area where Hurricane Ian is coming, again, we're recording this on Wednesday. It's supposed to make landfall on the Gulf side of Florida sometime on Thursday. Please be safe. And if you're not in that area or any of the affected areas, pray for those who are. We'll see you again next time with another update and some more stories to tell, hopefully sooner rather than later. But until then, I'm Dan Scott. This has been Episode 16 of the Dan Scott Show podcast. God bless you and so long, everybody.